0: Today, I really wanted to dive deeper into a subject that I've thought long and hard about. And what that is, is that I feel like I'm the hottest I've ever been right at this very moment. There is not a single moment years before now, even when I was younger, even when I was 21, 19, younger, more alive, it never happened. I've, uh, this, right now in this moment, I have never looked better. I've never felt better about myself. I've never felt healthier and I've never been more mentally happy. And I think there are so many things that have accumulated over the past two years that I've learned that I've just really wanted to share with you and today I more specifically want to land on looks. Now, like I always say in a lot of our podcasts Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, that's the truth. Like somebody might look at another girl and think they're beautiful and not think that I'm beautiful and that's completely normal. Like that's just, that's life. We we can't all believe that somebody's good looking. We also all have a type. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't really like white guys. So, <laughs> but for myself, I believe that I look the best I've ever looked. I feel the best I've ever felt. And I wanna share all the things that I've learned over many more years and so much more time to come just because of the fact that I wanna share exactly how I did it and the things that have allowed me to feel the absolute best about myself. I have gone through so many different phases of my life. I've had tons of different hair colors. I have been many different weights, whether it's very skinny or very slightly overweight for my size. And it's just, there's never been a moment that I feel most like myself and most beautiful than I do right now. And I think that right now the beauty standards and what people think are beautiful is kind of crazier than it's ever been. Just fillers, implants, plastic surgery is all at like an all-time high I've never seen girls so young looking so old it just doesn't make any sense to me and I'm 26 years old now I believe like I said in the intro at 21 I don't think I looked as good as I do now I, I don't even think in my youngest years and I think so many people think that when you're young you're hot or that when you're 18 you're supposed to be your hottest or like 22 it's like the reality is for me I think that In my case, I spent so many years trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what looked best on me, trying to figure out why I didn't look like other girls or how I could look more like other girls or why the clothing trends were constantly like, oh, it's so Fashion Nova, Fashion is the new thing. Well, Fashion Nova doesn't really look good on me. Like that's just not who I am. And also in general, like bright colors, flashy styles, showing a lot of skin, it does not look good on me. Believe me, I tried, baby. I tried really hard to get into some of the trends and I never could. And so many times it's like these trends happen so quickly whether it be with like facial augmentation getting fillers those trends you know it went from being lip filler to then like buckle fat removal to like you know I think Botox has always been a thing but those are constantly ever-changing procedures that the like A-list celebrities top dogs of the communities can actually afford and we can't because we're just normal people like I cannot afford nor will I ever put the money towards filler dissolving filler filler dissolving filler and the whole point is so that these marketing companies and these you know dermatologists all these people who give you the filler and sell you the clothes they change the trend so often so you have to pay extra to keep up so I feel like instead of feeling like I'm not good enough and I don't have the right kind of clothes and I and I that trend comes and then once it goes i feel like i'm not good enough i'm not hot enough i'm not i don't look my age or i don't look young enough it's like i really wanted to sit down last year and decide what it was for me that works for me so i think the first thing that can be learned is that you as a person and as a woman I'm, I'm mostly speaking towards women here because I mean men can take some things from this here and there but I mostly want to speak to the girls I think you have to embrace what it is that makes you special and what makes you who you are I know it can be very very difficult when these beauty trends are constantly coming and going people are getting no- nose jobs people are changing left right and center and we view them all through social media you know we, we get to watch that and we see people changing we see people you know Moving at such a rate that we can't compete, and it always makes us feel inferior. Like I don't have any work done. I've never had any work done. Um, I literally, I swear to you on my on my parents' life if I ever get work done, I will tell you, there's nothing like being transparent. There's nothing like being transparent with your audience and just saying, Hey, I'm going to go get my boobs done. Or I'm going to, you know, when I follow people and they say that they got their boobs done, I love that. I'm like, just say it because there are people who have insecurities or reasons for why they do what they do. And I support that. You know what I mean? If you do not like something about yourself, I don't necessarily say you have to change it. But in my personal opinion, I think that you cannot live an unhappy life. I have grown to love every part of myself, even the parts that I really don't like about myself. I have always hated that I have a massive head. I have a massive jaw. I have loud, prominent features. And in general, I always felt very insecure about the width of my face. And especially because my ex-boyfriend always used to tell me to cover it up. He'd always used to say like, your face looks too big. Your face looks too large. Your jaw looks too bad. You need to cover it with your hair. Put your hair down, cover it with your hair. Never put it behind your ears because then people are going to see how massive your face is. When in reality, I love the structure of my face you know I have cheekbones and a jawline that some people will never have or will only have because of surgery so it's like instead of sitting here and wishing that I look like somebody else I need to embrace my features I went on a trip to Sweden many years ago and I'm a quarter Swedish and a quarter Danish so some Scandinavian shit in there and then I'm European on my other side literally what every white person says you know we we try not to just say white but I do know my background and that is what it is and I remember being in Sweden and obviously a lot of those girls have very fair hair, like white, white, blonde, light, light hair, light features, light eyelashes, light eyebrows, but their heads and their faces are just like mine, you know, like so many of them have very prominent wide faces. And I'm like, oh my god, I guess there's a part of me that then moves forward and is able to go, okay, I I really appreciate my features because they are just a reflection of all of my ancestors. And it's the same thing with people with really beautiful noses. My boyfriend has the biggest nose and I love it. Like I love it you know what I mean I don't know about my nose my nose is quite pointy but I love his nose and his nose is a representation of his nationality and I think that about so many people and about girls who get their noses done but their noses have character and they're special but again like I said and sometimes you cannot embrace what you are you can't get past it it's just who you are and maybe it's something that bothers you and you've been teased about it and you have PTSD about the bullying and you just need to change it. So then do so. I said that in so many of our past episodes. Please do change what you want to change, but I'm never going to urge somebody to fix their face based on what we see online because oh my god, you guys. So many of our beauty standards and our ideas of what beauty is completely comes from the internet. It does not come from here. You know what I'm saying? Like if I looked in the mirror, And I was like, okay, what do I love about myself? What do I not like about myself? I would have to be really honest with myself by not considering the comparison of, oh my God, bro, I was really young. When the Kylie Jenner lip situation happened, when she came out with her lip kits and she was hiding from everybody that she was getting lip filler, she was saying, "Oh, it's just lip liner." And oh my God, we've seen amazing people do amazing things with makeup and with lip liner. So I'm not saying that, but we all knew after a while that that is not just the beauty of makeup. There is so much more put into why her lips changed so drastically, and it created this phenomenon where we all wanted really big lips. And I wasn't very—I think I might have been like 20 or 19. It was uh, so many years ago; it felt like a long time ago. And I really just always thought to myself, if I'm going to move forward and change something about my face, I want to do it for me. I don't want to do it for the beauty standard. I don't want to do it because I feel like I need to look like everybody else. And that's another thing. We've created such a bad feeling about our own looks because we want to look like everybody else on the internet that we all start to look the same. You know what I mean? My boyfriend will see me following like a, a bunch of different makeup girls and he'll be like, they all look the same. And I'm like, I don't know why that is. I don't know. I don't know whether that's the makeup. I don't know why you say that, but I don't think they look the same. I think they they all look different, but it's the same procedures. Everybody's getting lips done. Everybody's getting forehead Botox. Everybody's getting buckle fat removal. It's just the way that people are. And I imagine too, like when you're in Hollywood and you're surrounded by that, it is normalized. But the truth is like in my small town, it's not normalized. Like people don't really have stuff like that. And I never wanted to move forward and get like premature Botox because I have like one forehead wrinkle. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I just it just seems like it's so excessive and it probably is coming from a place of insecurity or I feel as if I need to compete with the people that I see online so the number one thing that's helped me is embracing who I am going to a different country and seeing where my features have come from and why I look the way that I look and when I look at my grandparents and I look at my mom and dad and I look at my great-grandparents all of my features are because of them and when you really think about all of the people that it's taken in your bloodline to create who you are, there's something about that that makes me feel very like warm and cozy inside like it's really really weird to say but if do you ever think about that like do you ever think about the amount of people that created other people to then miraculously bring your mom and dad together to then have you like it's really beautiful and I try my absolute best to love every part of me when it's 10 years down the line I'm 36 I probably will want some botox I'm not gonna lie to you you know what I'm saying like I I know it's gonna be tough getting wrinkles it's gonna be tough getting older and 26 for me is really not that old but I think I always imagine. that at 21 I would feel really good but 21 I was working hard on my YouTube channel dying my hair left and right trying to figure out what I was gonna wear I felt overweight all the time I felt like I was eating terribly all the time and I was like I was eating terribly I was treating my body with a lot of disrespect we also have to understand that comparison is the thief of joy If you look at me and you wish you look like me, you will never be happy because you will never look like me. I will never look like Kim Kardashian. I will never look like Sabrina Carpenter. We are all completely different women. And I think we have this idea when we see these beauty norms and these things that are very typical. Oh, like everybody starts looking like this. These are the trends that we have to step up. And in order to be beautiful, we have to look like that. We have to look like said image, you know? Back in the 90s, the supermodel thing was huge. And then Kim Kardashian seemingly popularized being really, really curvy and voluptuous. JLo too, like these absolute icon women created these different beauty norms, which is amazing because everybody should feel good in who they are because we all look different. But stop comparing yourself to other people. You're never going to be happy that way. You, I, I, There's so many times I go on social media and I'm like, God, like, these girls are so hot. Why would my boyfriend want to be with me? You know what I mean? I'm like, the girls out there are so beautiful. And the reality is he loves me for me. You know what I mean? He loves me for who I am on the inside. So don't ever feel like you have to look like somebody on the internet in order to receive love or be loved or to be pretty. Everybody is pretty in their own way. And it's so weird. I try not to be creepy, but I always feel like whenever I'm out or I'm at a restaurant... The <laughs> cat I have to tell girls if I see them that and I think they're pretty that they're pretty because I think everybody deserves to feel that way I think everybody deserves to feel whole in the person that they are because we are all so blessed you guys have to imagine there are people who are born without limbs you know people born with sickness without arms without fingers like actual real life people that are born with disabilities that they will never recover from so just in it of itself the fact that you are a functioning person that you have every piece of your body already feel like you i have won the lottery and if you don't have all that and you're not fully intact and you have lost a couple fingers then you know what bless up you're probably amazing too and gorgeous but you have to be so grateful for just being a functioning human being somebody that can get up and go to work who can go and do your job who can have children oh my god there are people in this world who will never have children so just be grateful and then the outside is what you can fix and tailor and make better every single day as you get older along the way all the way up until you're on your deathbed you can work on yourself and be better and I think us women are just so addicted to being better. We're addicted to looking a different way. Oh, I feel kind of down. Maybe a new hair color will help it. Maybe a new outfit. Oh, I don't like how my nails look. I'll go get my nails done like this next time. We just want to move the needle and we want to be better and we want to look better. And I hope you understand that when I talk about these things, like if you want to look better, look better for you, you know, work on yourself for you. Don't do it for a guy. Don't do it for a girl. Don't do it for any other reason. But appreciate all the things that you do have, the clothes that you do have, the beautiful features that you do have, you know, like it's it's taken me a long time. And even then, I still feel like when I see certain people on social media, I'm like, damn, I wish I had a butt like that. Or like, damn, I wish my body looked like that. Like, ooh, like, She's so pretty, you know, even people, it doesn't matter who they are. You know what I'm saying? But you have to be able to look at yourself and go, how can I improve me? These are things that I wish I did earlier. I want to talk about a couple key specific things that I have learned over the past few years from being, again, like I said, I always thought that being in your early 20s is when you were like your hottest, but like, I still feel like every single day I'm trying to figure out who the hell I am, what the hell I'm supposed to wear, what looks best on me, what, what makes the most sense for me. And only until you keep living and keep creating and being a better person are you able to round out the best version of you. And I think even in 10 years, I'll be a better version than I am now. So number one is I stop dyeing my hair. This might sound so trivial, might sound stupid, but I truly believe in my heart that there is nothing for you that will look better on you than your natural hair color. You might hate your natural hair color. Then you know what? Like I said about the nose job, like if you hate your nose so much, if you hate your natural hair color so much, then change it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't change it. Don't clock me for that. But for me... I've had, like I said, a million hair colors, like hot pink, blue, black, brown, like everything. I've had every hair color but my natural hair color. And this is the closest I've been to my natural hair color in over 10 years. I have grown my hair out. And to be completely honest, it has never felt lighter and healthier and thicker. Like everything about it is pure perfection. When I went to Mexico to visit my boyfriend's family and they saw my hair and they were like, this is your natural hair color. You can never dye it again. I'm very blessed because I like it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's very weird from going to and having like a million different hair colors and thinking that every other like weird gray, blue, brown, blonde, bleach blonde, like all of that looks really good. But it even got to a point where like I was addicted to dyeing my hair. Like I was dyeing it every two, three months. And then I remember super clearly When I was making YouTube videos back in 2018, 2019, before I left YouTube to make my album, I was getting ready for a friend's birthday, and every single day when I would film reaction YouTube videos, I would get in the shower, I'd wash my hair and i would straighten it like i would that was the thing we didn't have the round brush hair dryers we didn't have dysons we didn't have anything i think straightening curling you know maybe we had like a couple maybe we had the revlon round brush i don't remember but i was straightening it like every day hot straighten straighten till the point where i was getting ready for this birthday party and my hair had broken off to maybe around my collarbone like it was devastating. And it's almost like I felt like I was so busy and I was doing so many things that I wasn't even paying attention to it. And when that moment hits you, you regret every decision you ever made to dye your hair. And you know, I there are people, you know, for me, I had been dyeing my hair since I was 15 or 16 and then I I don't know, I was 22. So it was like five or six years to see that negative effect. So you might be thinking, like, Lael, I dye my hair all the time and it feels great. That's no problem. Take good care of it and it will take good care of you. I clearly was not taking care of it. I did not have the information that I do now about hair oiling and different treatments and all that kind of stuff. But it made me realize, like, I cannot keep doing this to my scalp. Bleach directly on your scalp every three months, every two months is a like that's a that's torture like that is a death sentence like I don't know what how you could possibly do that it's terrible so eventually I just realized like I don't want that to happen anymore and when I went and I left for a year and I made my album I could put pictures up or whatever for all the podcast listeners um sorry I can't see me you can't see what I'm really talking about but just know it in your heart that it's true I grew my hair out to about like almost eye level So I had this like bleached mop and then I had this natural like light brown hair grown out to my eyeball. So it was just like super weird. But I regretted all of that because you know, there are people who don't have their hair and for me to trivially is that even a word for me for no damn reason to dye my hair off like to scorch it off for no other reason than I thought it was cool or I thought I looked cooler or more appealing with bleach blonde hair not to say that it didn't look cool it just didn't look like me you know what I'm saying it really didn't look like me so I feel like I learned so much from that experience and it made me value my hair and value every single thing i put it through so like if i was getting it dyed if i was getting extensions you know even like last year i was still dying my hair i had tapins in my hair i had in extensions and then when i went to mexico last year i took them all out because i was like you know what i really just want my natural hair and i want to embrace how dead and how terrible the bottom feels like this bottom part like this last like three inches is the stuff that was dyed so many times and you can feel the difference. I just feel like a more beautiful version of me with my natural hair color. It feels better, it's healthier, it's easier to take care of. It's not like wiry and popping out the sides. Like that was absolutely bizarre. Like my hair was just awful. Like, awful. And it was so good until it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's always how it goes. It's like, oh, but it looked great, or like, oh, it felt great. It was good until it wasn't. Along the side with me embracing my natural hair color like like I genuinely believe if you gave it a shot and you stopped dyeing your hair or you went back to your natural color you would fall in love with it there would be some version of you that would love it but the thing about me going back to my natural hair color is none of my clothes looked good on me anymore like even these podcasts I would film these podcasts and I'd wear different shirts and I would just feel like why does my hair look so like why do I look like I'm dying like there's something about my hair color with my really white skin with these shirts that I keep wearing that doesn't look normal. Like it looks off balance. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I did? I went and I paid for a color analysis. So I've always wanted to talk to you guys about this because I've become super bro, you guys have never even been in my truck before. So welcome to my truck. Welcome back to the DRL podcast. 20 minutes in, we're talking about the intro. I decided to sit in my truck today because I just didn't want to be inside. You know, so I'm sitting here, she's got real nice seats. I thought these were leather. They're like leather vinyl. It's a bunch of bullshit they sold me, but you know what? I like the look of them, feels nice. And I also feel like I'm in like my little home in here. You know what I mean? Like it just feels really cozy. So let me know in the comments down below if you want me to film in here again. Anybody listening to the podcast, come on over and watch. As I was saying, I paid to go and get a color analysis done by this company called Curate Your Style. I kept seeing their Instagram posts, and I was like, and all the bitches on TikTok, everybody's talking about it, right? Like, everybody's talking about, oh my god, I'm a light spring, I'm a deep bottom, I'm a whatever. I'm like, oh my god. So I start doing the things where they're like, check your veins, and look at your skin tone, and look at the undertone. I'm like, I don't know. My veins look blue and green, you know? I couldn't decipher what it was that it was. So I was like, you know what? I want to pay for this one time, this one service, and I want to figure it out, and I want to go from there. So I paid for it and I found out I'm a soft autumn very interesting I would not have guessed it because I felt very odd I was like you know I my skin considering it's very neutral toned it's looked good with every hair color you know there's a lot of people with really really warm skin tones that can't work really crazy hair colors or vice versa cool skin tones etc so I was like what is it and why do I look so weird so I started wearing clothes and only buying clothes that match my color wheel or my color analysis and that might sound a little bizarre but it helps to narrow down when you're in the store what it is that you should be picking because it actually doesn't drown out your features. And my boyfriend's like, Laila, what are you talking about? Like, you look so good in black. Like, you look great in black. You look beautiful in black. I'm like, that's so sweet of you to say. But if I watch myself on the camera wearing black, I look like a ghost. Like, I look like all the life from me is being drained. But when I wear this cream tone or like a lighter white or a beige... I feel like it shows all of my best features and I feel the most beautiful. Like when I look at myself in this stupid turtleneck I feel like I look better than I did when I was just wearing a black t-shirt etc. So that I think also really helps and it even helps to know what jewelry suits you best so that you don't feel like you're drowning in these clothes that don't suit you and like that's not something you have to pay for. I paid for it because I'm when I want to do something I'm very very driven to do it. I really want to know what it is and I can't slide off you know what I mean like I thought about paying for the service and it was amazing so anybody that wants to go and get their color analysis done definitely hit them up curate your style on Instagram their stuff's amazing and I got a whole reading about it they've got different offers for like what kind of don't even worry about it you can just check out their website you know what I'm saying but I loved it and I feel like that has brought through so many of my own features and my natural colors and my eyes it all just looks the best one thing I also like I know I speak about my boyfriend a lot but one thing he taught me that I really love and I've considered Considered it so many times is just how important it is to find things that look good on you and for you to wear them all the time. It's not hard to find a proper pair of jeans that you really, really like. Like my boyfriend pretty much has a uniform. He has a certain type of jean that looks really good on him, a certain type of shirt, a certain type of t-shirt and he never really has to think about it when he gets ready. Now I know he's a boy, you know what I'm saying? Boys kind of, they get, they get off a little easier. They can look really good in a plain shirt. They don't need to accessorize, they don't have to wear a bag, they don't have to do anything. But I ended up realizing, it's like, okay, my body is a certain shape. I'm 5'1", you know? These are the clothes that always look the best on me. These, This is the way that I feel I look the most polished. If I wear clothes with too big of a leg, you know what I mean? Like a super wide leg or a flare leg or a super big shirt, I always look like I'm drowning. You know what I mean? Like I have to have something that accentuates the shape of my body. And I, in turn, end up looking in the mirror going like, bro, you look good. Like you look really, really good. And I think that just by figuring it out. And i pr- it does take time, you know? All of these things do take time. But do we not want to see ourselves in the mirror and go like, wow, you look really beautiful? Or even then, creating something called a capsule wardrobe. So a capsule wardrobe, oh my god, why did I say it like that? A capsule wardrobe is essentially like it could I don't know if it's 10 pieces or 20 pieces it's a certain amount of pieces in your wardrobe that all interconnect and can work together so like a certain t-shirt works with th- these jeans and that skirt will work with <laughs> and that skirt would work with that sweater I'm literally eating my words I'm eating my tongue I'm talking so fast I'm talking faster than my brain can comprehend or I'm thinking faster than my mouth can keep up with I don't know what it is And then when you get dressed, you only have to worry about a couple things, you know? You can go, that works with that, and my face color and my hair color all works with the clothes that I'm wearing. I think it all simplifies your life. And I've talked to my mom about the color seasons and everything, and it's just helpful because instead of spending all this time looking in a store and being like, what do I like? What tops look good on me? What what colors? You just go for the certain sections with the colors that would look good on you. Or a certain top, you get it in the color that would look good on you. And then even then you start buying different things and it all works together. And then if there's a color, like for me, I love the color black. I own so many black things, but apparently it doesn't work with my season. I still wear them. Like I'm not gonna get rid of my black clothes. Like they're all awesome. But I wear black on my lower half like right now. I'm wearing really nasty leggings, but you can't see them. You'd never know. And it's the same thing with makeup. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't be creative I'm not saying you shouldn't live your life and wear whatever the hell you want if you want to wear a sack of potatoes I really don't care but I'm just saying that these are the things that I've been doing that I've been thinking about a lot that have made me feel like the most beautiful version of myself another thing is I've started to take care of my body a lot more I've always been somebody that loves working out I've always been somebody that loves eating well and eating good foods but whenever it would come down to me wanting to lose weight or get fit or oh you know summer's around the corner I would literally start myself trigger warning if this makes anybody uncomfortable um i would go through phases where i would work out so incredibly hard and i would eat nothing you know what i mean i was just like how do i get skinny how do i get so skinny when i did my album cover shoot where i was literally wearing a piece of damn lettuce like a piece of lettuce across my body I was working out maybe like almost two times a day, doing so much cardio, eating so little. And sure, I lost some weight, but like my body was in starvation mode. But now I've decided to like kind of cut out alcohol, to eat really whole foods, and not to ever skip out on eating. Like (laughs) I eat a lot, you know what I mean? Like I eat so much meat, I eat so many carbs, I eat a lot of food. But I just decided to work out more and to work out a little bit more consciously. Like so many of you guys know that I hurt my back back in September. It hasn't been the same since. It's been kind of uncomfortable. So I started doing Pilates, the Pilates Princess Queens, the Pilates Ploppies Princess Queens. Um, And to be honest, it has helped so much because it's just slow, intentional movement. It's not like crazy pushing weights. How are we going to get this weight up? It's more... Slow movements, focusing on your form, focusing on your breathing and your core. I have a terrible core, bro. I have terrible abs. Like, I cannot do anything. And I think that's why my back's falling apart. My boyfriend was saying that could be just an imbalance. You know, it's always an imbalance. So, even just treating myself with genuine respect and patience, like if I'm trying to lose a couple pounds for summer, which I am, let's all, I'm hopping on the bandwagon with the girlies. Like, let's get hot for summer. I really think that by being patient with yourself and taking good care of yourself and appreciating who you are for what you are and not changing constantly. Like if you could just stick with something and stick with a food choice and stick with your program for your workouts and do that for like six months, you will see results. And I think just because I've made Pilates and a lot of my other workouts that I do at the gym like a real part of my life, I'm actually seeing amazing drastic results. Everybody's talking about them Pilates results like everybody loves those they're like oh the Pilates is the best of a Pilates blah 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 but the truth is I actually feel that way like I, I genuinely feel like Pilates is helping me so much it's helping my back it's helping my posture it's helping all my muscle develop like just being able to do stuff with your body weight it's so weird because you see people working out in the gym and it's like you can lift up so many pounds and I used to be a powerlifter, so I'd squat so many pounds, I deadlift so many pounds, but I actually couldn't lift my own body. Like, I couldn't do a pull up if I even tried. So it's like being able to do functional movements that are good for your body, it really does help. And I think that that's what's making me genuinely shine. And when I see people on my Instagram sending me DMs, a lot of you guys that are watching my podcast or a part of any of the things that I'm doing right now, you guys have been here since day one. Like you guys are my day ones. Been here since my YouTube channel, since I first started my YouTube channel even. And you've seen the ups and downs that I've gone through. I have been through so many different phases. I've been through a terrible depression. I've been on high highs and low lows. And for you guys to come and comment and message me and tell me how beautiful I look and how happy I look and just giving me the most lovely compliments. I just wanna thank you so much because I do feel that way. I feel like I genuinely look my best. I'm my healthiest, I feel my best. I don't feel like I'm suffering in any way or I'm forfeiting my time with my family in order to get work done or to, I'm so stressed about losing weight. Like I just don't feel any more of those pressures that I used to feel. And I just wanna say too, like a big part Of why I felt and was so unhealthy for such a long time and why I think I looked really unhealthy and I did not look pretty and I looked kind of gross is I was also being treated really poorly I treated myself poorly and I allowed other people to treat me poorly and you know that beginning part about my previous boyfriend talking about my jaw and being very overly critical please don't let anybody treat you poorly because you just don't deserve it you don't deserve anybody to talk shit to you or to make you feel bad about the person that you are because you are beautiful inside and out if anybody or any guy ever tells you to get filler or ever tells you that you would look better with this it's done it's a red flag like literally in the bin like we will take this truck you and me I'll sit here you sit in there we're gonna run them over (laughs) I don't want the cops to come no, I'm, I'm just joking. But that's the truth. You cannot have anybody in your life like that. And for a long time, I had people in my life, and specifically one person in my life, that made me feel terrible about myself. That made me loathe myself and the way that I looked and my body and my face. And telling me that I, I would look better with this hair color or I would look better if I got my boobs done or my lips done and that is the most toxic behavior that you can take from somebody because you genuinely begin to believe it you genuinely in your heart of hearts you believe that you would look better like something else and then you're you're never going to be happy why is it that people always talk about the hottest people the most beautiful people with all the filler even no filler people that are beautiful models whatever that they're the most insecure I don't know why, bro. I don't know why they're like that. You know what I'm saying? They, they deserve to feel absolutely stunning and beautiful. But I truly do not let anybody in your life that treats you poorly and makes you feel ugly or makes you feel like you need to change. My boyfriend... My family, everybody in my life now only praises me with love and roses and kindness, and they are so good to me and make me feel like a million dollars. And make me feel like every time I put my makeup on, even when I'm not wearing makeup, that I look beautiful and I look like a 10 out of 10. And that is like the most wonderful thing. That is exactly the treatment you should be receiving from your partner, not anything else. Like, I swear, nothing else. Do not settle for any less. And if anybody that you're with, You have to get rid of them and get them out of your life if they treat you that way and they make you feel bad about who you are naturally. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) just, I can't. Like, you can't be around that. It will make you crumble, just like it did me. Thank you guys so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. Please let me know in the comments down below what you guys would like to see me talk about on the podcast next. We upload every Wednesday and Saturday at 9 a.m pacific standard time. Let me also know if you guys like the truck scenery. Did you like this? Should we take the truck elsewhere and like film in a parking lot somewhere? Should we take it off road and film out in the bush? What is the vibe or do we like the couch? Because I also do really really like the couch. I like the sit because right now I'm sitting on my knees and it's a little uncomfortable. I love you guys so much. Thank you you so much for joining me again on today's episode. It means everything to me and I will see you very soon. Bye.